0: I've always thought that there were two different Christmas stories. There's the Santa Claus Christmas story, and there's the baby Jesus Christmas story. Now, the Santa Claus Christmas story, we all know, right? Santa Claus lives at the North Pole. He has all those elves making his toys. He has the reindeer with Rudolph and the red nose at the front. He flies around the world on Christmas Eve, and he comes down your chimney and gives gifts to the good kids throughout the world and eats a ton of cookies (laughs) along the way. Uh, And the baby Jesus Christmas story, right? Uh, There's Mary and Joseph and Bethlehem and the manger and the stable and animals and shepherds and angels and wise men and gold and frankincense and myrrh, right? But I wonder if we really know the biblical baby Jesus Christmas story as well as we know the Santa Claus Christmas story. Well, you can take this Christmas quiz and um, find out how much you really know about the Jesus Christmas. This is Where's God? Finding Him in the Small Stuff. And I'm your host, Greg McCollum. I'm going to tell you a story, a story that will inspire you and help you move closer to God through the small stuff in your life. A story to give you a glimpse of God that will surprise you with its simplicity and amaze you with its message. So, how well do you know the Christmas story? The story of Jesus' birth in Bethlehem? I mean, I think we all have this just understanding and knowledge of what happened on the night that Jesus was born. We have gone to church and seen plays. We've gone to live manger scenes. We have sent and received thousands of Christmas cards. We've watched Christmas movies and cartoons and read books and on and on and on. So there is literally nothing about the Christmas story that you don't know from the biblical story that is. Well, I have a little Christmas quiz I'd like to give you, and we're going to find out. It's just 10 questions. We're going to find out through these 10 questions if you really know the Christmas story, the story of Jesus' birth, as it is described in the Bible, not as it is shown on Christmas cards or in movies or in cartoons or in books or whatever. But what does the Bible say about the first Christmas? Well, let's find out. See how well you know this story. All right. Ten questions. Question number one. What did Mary ride on to get to Bethlehem? What did Mary ride on to get to Bethlehem? Remember, she and Joseph were living in Nazareth. And uh, they had a home there. And uh, a decree went out that said Joseph had to go back to his hometown, his family hometown, to be registered for a census. So he and Mary had to travel from Nazareth to Bethlehem. And so the question is, as they traveled... What did Mary ride on? Now, you're probably going to have an answer that most people have, and that is that she was riding a donkey. Well, the biblical answer is, the Bible does not say specifically how Mary and Joseph traveled from Nazareth to Bethlehem. Mary may have ridden a donkey, or she could have ridden on a cart, or on a camel, or she may have walked her. But from the Bible, we don't know for sure. Okay, question number two. How did the Christmas star compare in brightness to all the other stars? We've seen all those Christmas cards with the star over Uh, the manger, and it's just so bright and huge in the sky, the brightest of all, the biggest of all. Well, that's not what the Bible says. The Bible does not say that the star was especially bright or brighter than other stars. The Bible simply records the words of the wise men, which were, quote, we saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. That's all they said. Hmm. Okay, question number three. Did the shepherds see the star? Did Mary and Joseph see it? Now, you've seen all those Christmas cards, right, of the shepherds out in the fields, and they're looking over uh, towards the manger where Jesus has been born, and they see that big star above the manger. And we see Mary and Joseph sometimes, you know, in the manger with a star above them where they couldn't help but see it. So certainly, the shepherds and Mary and Joseph saw the star, right? Not right. The Bible does not say that the shepherds saw the star, the shepherds saw the angels, or that Mary and Joseph saw it. The Bible only says that the wise men saw it. All right, question number four. What were the names of the wise men? What were the names of the wise men? A lot of movies have been done. A lot of books have been written that give names to the wise men. So you may think you know based on that. But the Bible does not give us any names of the wise men. We have no idea what their names were from the biblical story. Okay, question number Five. What animals were around the manger? Now, of course, we've seen all those manger scenes, right? You visited live manger scenes, and there's usually uh, a donkey, and maybe a horse, and um, maybe a, a, a sheep, and a cow, and uh, maybe chickens, and <laughs> we don't all kinds of animals going around that that stable and that manger. But guess what? The Bible does not say what animals were around the manger. It does not say. It simply says that Mary laid Jesus in a manger. Maybe all those animals were there, but it's possible that no animals were there. From the biblical uh, account, we don't know. Okay, so you're halfway through the quiz. How are you doing? All right, question number six. What form of transportation did the wise men use to get to the Christ child? Now, we ask what, how, what kind of transportation Mary used, but what did the wise men ride on to get to Bethlehem? I know what you're going to say. Camels, right? This one I've got. Camels. Has to be camels. Well, I hate to disappoint you, but the Bible does not say what the wise men rode to get there. It could have been camels, but it could have been donkeys or horses or wagons or anything else. We can't say for sure because you know what? The Bible does not say for sure. (laughs) Okay, question number seven. How many wise men were there? Okay, now here's one you're going to get. Three wise men. has to be three. The three wise men. We three kings of Orient are Bearing gifts we traveled so far. (laughs) Uh, Maybe, but the Bible does not say how many wise men traveled to Bethlehem. It says they brought gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh, three types of gifts, but it does not say that they were carried by only three wise men. I mean, there could have been ten wise men or a hundred wise men and they could have all been carrying gold and frankincense and myrrh. We don't know from the Bible says. As a matter of fact, Based on the way that they caused such a big stir in Jerusalem when they first arrived there, if you read the Bible, you'll see that all of Jerusalem was, you know, in a panic because these wise men showed up. I mean, based on that, it's likely that there were more than three and probably a lot more than three. All right. We're almost to the end. Question number eight. How many gifts were brought by the wise men? Another. You're going to ace this, Right. Three gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. Well, the Bible says the wise men presented Jesus with gold and frankincense and myrrh. But it's possible that they could also have brought other gifts as well, which were not mentioned. Or they could have brought multiple items that were made out of these three kinds of uh, materials. You know, I mean, there could have been lots of different kinds of gold and frankincense and myrrh, a lot of different items. Or they might have brought gold and frankincense and myrrh And clothing, or food, or water, or oils, or perfumes. We don't know. Beyond gold and frankincense and myrrh. it is possible that there were other gifts and other types of gifts. Hmm, okay. Number nine. Were the wise men at the manger? Were the wise men at the manger? Almost every manger scene live and otherwise, has wise men at the manger. Almost every Christmas card has wise men at the manger. Almost every movie has wise men, almost every book has wise men at the manger. So certainly the wise men are at the manger, right? No, not right. The Bible does not say that the wise men are at the manger. As a matter of fact, it specifically says that the wise men visited Jesus at a house, not at a manger or at a stable. It is likely that the wise men arrived in Bethlehem months, or a year, or more than a year after Jesus' birth. Why do we think that? Well, because they're in a house. So probably at this point, uh, Joseph and Mary have gone from the manger, the stable, and have moved into a house. Uh, Probably Joseph has started a carpentry business there, Um, and we, which you know, takes some time. We also know that. When the wise men got to Jerusalem and Herod interviewed them about the time when all of this happened, that they told him something. And when he decided to make the edict to murder all of the children in that area, he picked the age of two years and younger. Why two years and younger? Because probably the wise men had told them that they had seen the star up to two years prior to their arrival there. I mean, Herod didn't just arbitrarily pick two years out of a hat. There was a reason he chose that. And the reason was probably because that is about how long uh, the wise men told them that they had uh, seen the star. Now, maybe they told him it was a year and Herod doubled that just to be safe, but it was certainly not a few hours, a few days. It was an extended period of time. And so the wise men were not at the manger. Okay, last question, number 10. Did Joseph meet the wise men? I mean, everything we know about the Christmas story says yes, right? Joseph met the wise men. Of course he did. Uh, well, the Bible says that the wise men saw the child with his mother, Mary. Quote, saw the child with his mother, Mary, but does not say that the wise men saw Joseph. Um, maybe they saw Joseph but I would think that if they had seen Joseph, the Bible would have mentioned it. It's possible that Joseph was out working, that he was out traveling. We don't know, Uh, but most likely only Mary and Jesus were there when the wise men visited them. Okay, that's 10 questions. How did you do? Did you get 100%? How many did you get right? Does this make you rethink the Christmas you thought you knew? How about those Christmas cards that show shepherds looking up at the star or wise men crowding around the manger? (laughs) According to the Bible, that did not happen during the real first Christmas. The first Christmas was an amazing, blessed, miraculous event. But over the years, we have romanticized it and fictionalized it for whatever reason. But getting back to the real, authentic Christmas means something special too, doesn't it? The simplicity of Jesus' birth, God coming to earth, Emmanuel, God with us, in and of itself has its own beauty and maybe is the most beautiful Christmas story of all. Merry Christmas, everybody. This concludes today's episode of Where's God? Finding Him in the Small Stuff. Did you know when Jesus was preaching and teaching, he never used words like justification, sanctification, glorification. He never used words like those to describe himself, God, God's word, salvation, heaven, or eternity. Instead, when Jesus talked about theological concepts, he talked about the small stuff of life. We call them parables today. He did that because his listeners could understand the small stuff. They were living the small stuff every day. It was through the small stuff that Jesus helped people move closer to God. There are going to be no intimidating, scary, or overwhelming theological words as part of this podcast. You'll just encounter things like cups of coffee, home repair, signs on the side of the road, roller coasters and french fries all revealing something unique about god who meets you in real life ways every day